This is Ashley, and we are coming at you live from New York City. And not only are we recording from New York City, but we are also recording with our first ever guest of season two. Today we're having on Kylie Vanami. Kylie is quite literally someone who knows how to do both. From a modeling career, being on runways with brands like Versace and Chanel, to being a co-host of the Not So Simple Life podcast, as if those two endeavors weren't enough, she is also the CEO and founder of Undo the Booze. Kylie Vanami, welcome to the You Can Do Both podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited you guys are in New York. I know. Well, thank you for bringing us here. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Ashley course. have been wanting to come for so long. We typically have like at least a few trips planned a year, mm-hmm. but it's fully been a year since we've last been here. So oh my God. thank you so much. It's yes. also like the most perfect season and uh, weather. I always say with New York, there's like two months in spring. That's insane. Two months in fall. That's insane. And then the rest is like brutally cold time to travel brutally hot time to get out yeah literally but you guys are catching a good end it was like only 72 degrees like a couple days ago it's today is honestly so gorgeous out today too yeah but now it's gonna rain we're not gonna put that energy Uh anyways (laughs) well so we have this little segment every single episode at the beginning we basically kind of give a Boston recommendation of the week And not to put you on the spot, but we would love to know of a New York City recommendation that you, a place that you're loving or just somewhere that you always tell others, like you need to go here if you're going to be in New York City. Oh my God, it's tough. It's like a good tough though, because there's so many good options. Um, Personally, I'm a foodie. I love cocktails. I love a spicy margarita more than just about anything. So speak in our language. First thing that comes to mind, which is actually so close to where we're at now, it's called Impeon. They have a West Village location, which is where I live. And then they have one in Midtown. They, it's a Mexican place. They do seven salsas, which is like my type of thing like chips and a million different dips and they make (laughs) the best spicy cucumber margarita it's it is to to die for and it's funny before I came here today I told my nail lady I was like I need to go get something to eat for the next like half an hour she's like you have to go to Impeon and get a margarita like it's actually becoming more known than I thought but wow 10 out of 10 you guys have to go when we finish this we might all need to go go after this I don't know what your schedule looks like but (laughs) I'm down I'm down Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Okay, awesome. Do we want to give a little bit of background about how we know Kylie? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll step in here because I feel like I'm the connector in the situation. Love which, it. As always. Yeah. That's like <laughs> one of my purposes in life. Yeah. No joke. We love a connector. We love a connector. Yeah. <laughs> and so long story short, Kylie's manager or how is her friend yeah, so or she runs my digital media department at the podcast okay sheridan. unbelievable so Love sheridan her. runs kylie's digital media yes. at the podcast and she previously interned like three honestly probably five or four summers ago yeah. with ashley and i's best friend from college and so i had never met sheridan in person but we followed each other on social and i've even though I haven't met her, you can tell she's just someone's number one fan. Yeah. If she meets you once, she wants to see you succeed and she wants to be there to be your cheerleader. Yes. And so that's how kind of our relationship has been over social. So and she reached out. She's a you can do both listener. And she's like, hey, 
Kylie would be an amazing like guest for your mm-hmm. podcast. She's coming out with a new brand, sneak peek for everyone listening. <laughs> um, and I would love to connect you guys. Here we are today. Here we are. And then we finally just put like all, the all of this together. together. And we're literally staying with that friend that Sheridan, we know Sheridan through on our trip this weekend. So, so you just never know like who is going to introduce you to who or what door is going to open because of this one relationship yeah. or social media relationship. So we're just so happy that we were connected and I cannot wait to have you be connected with all of our listeners as yeah. well. It's such a small world. Like she literally grew up with me. Like we used to run around like on our street, five years old playing with chalk. Like we were literally what? like, Goodness. Like those childhood Since we best were like friends. Five, yeah. That is so crazy. So it's like such a small world when the connections like that happened. I I can't believe it. So funny. Well, I, I love that. I think this is also a great segue into just kind of where you're from mm-hmm. and who is Kylie Voname? How it. would you describe yourself or how would your best friend describe you if someone were to ask about you? Okay, so myself. Personally, I am just from Texas, Dallas, Texas, moved to New York when I was 17. I've always been like such a go-getter, like so independent, doing my own thing, like literally convinced my parents to let me move to New York at 17 years old. What? Left all my friends like senior year. I was like a cheerleader, so I had to do first semester because I was like cheer captain, like the whole thing. (laughs) I was not missing football season. I grew up like in the Friday night lights. Oh, yeah. If you're in Texas, that must have been a movie. Oh, my God. It was a movie. Like I look back now, of course, like you don't know how great it is until it's over. Isn't that the case with everything? And yeah, it was like amazing. Every Friday night, the whole town in one place, cheerleading, football, the whole shebang. So I like I did that. And then December that year, I just got out of there. I moved to New York. I didn't know one soul. Did you move by yourself? All by myself. What? So funny. I had like my pink suitcases and my blue ah. suitcases and my dad gave me his camo hunting bag and I just like <laughs> literally everything I owned put it in all the bags I could find in my house and I like moved here all by myself, got a taxi with all my bags, like stood on the street waving him down this myself like, a movie like right now. Crazy. I like am so proud of like 17 year old me because that was like such a crazy thing looking back now. But yeah, I basically have been in New York seven years now, seven, yeah, seven and a half almost. And I have modeled, I have started a podcast. I own my own business now called Undo the Booze. And I guess you could say like, I'm just a very social person too. I'm out and about and moving at all times. And yeah, so that's a little bit about where I came from. Someone say a girl that does both. <laughs> Someone that does all. Yeah, like, literally. We need to learn from you. <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot, but it's all about finding the balance and just finding the things that like you actually enjoy and then it doesn't feel like too much. You know what I mean? So did modeling bring you here? Was that kind of is that what planted the seed? Did you see people finding success in the industry mm-hmm. when they were in New York? Is that really what drew you in? So funny story. I got scouted at a Taylor Swift concert. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not only is she amazing, but <laughs> she just has like a special place in my heart because 16 years old, I went to the Taylor Swift concert braces. I was always short 
always so short. What? Like I was the top girl like in cheer and I remember seventh grade. I was end of the line for like the big school portrait. Like I was like shortest girl. And then freshman year, I grew six inches <laughs> And what? eventually by sophomore year, I was five, ten and a half. And oh my God. I went to this concert, braces. Everyone was telling my mom like, oh, my God, she has to model this and that. And we were like, she's good. Like, that's very nice. Thank you so much. And then at this concert, a scout comes running up to me. Her name's Pamela Frank. I like still keep in touch with her. Aww. She comes running up and is like, are you a model? I think you have an amazing look. And I'm like absolutely not like definitely not a model you should see the photo is in my chevron dress like I'm <laughs> orange from my like spray tan I was like so Texas so southern and yeah so she took photos of me two weeks later I was signed with Ford Los Angeles in New York oh no way yeah and they essentially were like we'd love to have her come move into our model apartment this and that and I was like absolutely not I'm gonna graduate high school and like if this is still a thing in like a year we'll see what happens and yeah 17 so a year later I moved on up so that was definitely the driving force but my yeah. parents said like you're absolutely not doing this unless you go to school like, you're not making money yet. You don't know if this is going to work. Like, let's do this. But, like, you're going to school. You're staying in a dorm. Thank God I did. Best thing I could do because, like, I had people around me, you know? Yeah, so true. But, yeah. So, school was a thing, but modeling was the driving force. Were you always a city girl at heart? Like, did you always know you wanted to, maybe not New York City in mm -hmm. general, but get out of Texas? It sounds like you were so gung-ho about it. I mean... So I think I've realized I'm totally a city girl and at my heart, but I would have gone to the University of Oklahoma. What? <laughs> I How do you know that? Died there because that was like what I had my heart set on at the time. I was like, I love it. I had friends going oh, there. God. Just like you're so easily influenced oh, at God, like I that know. 14, 15, 16 year old age. I had an older friend who was going there. She was a sorority girl. I was like, that's my that's, that's my, my journey. destiny. I'm going there and. Now I look back and I'm like, I would have hated over my, my dead body. <laughs> and my sister goes to Oklahoma State, which is like close to there. And she's miserable. And I'm like, did I not tell you this? I'm like, <laughs> I told you that is a small town. You're going to lose your mind after the first six months. Like you go to your parties. That's great. And then all of a sudden you have Chick-fil-A and Whataburger and two other restaurants to go to on the weekend. And no, yeah, I was right. So, yeah, I would not have gone to a big city, but I would have regretted it later on for sure. Because oh this just feels like me. Definitely. Yeah. I always strive to live in New York. I don't know if I can fully embody that city girl energy. Boston's a good mix. Have you been to Boston? I went for a shoot and okay. I was there eight hours and then I flew <laughs> so home. So no. <laughs> so okay. no. You have but to come. What would you, you guys say the comparison is? Like New York to Boston. New York's just so there, big. There's not a comparison to be honest yeah. with you. Boston, They're so different. I okay. like to phrase Boston as it's a very homey city. Like yeah. it's a really good place to call home. Yeah. And then you can travel everywhere else and get anything that you're missing. But it just it feels like home. It's yeah. the perfect balance. And it's, it's I get that. It's essentially like a, a good enough size that you can like walk. It's mm -hmm. manageable enough for the city itself to keep clean. So mm -hmm. there's not as much like garbage on the streets, homeless people, whatever. And then there's a certain charm to Boston. It's very historic. Mm -hmm. And so it's just filled with brownstones and like really beautiful like crown molding and like all of the like homes and restaurants. And it's just definitely a, a homey place. Like people come and they're like, why do I feel like I want to move here or that yeah. I've lived here? It's just a very 
almost like inviting environment. Yeah, until you hit the winter. Yeah, until you hit the winter oh, and until I you meet the mass the holes. <laughs> yeah, they're rough. Oh, I heard they're brutal. Although New York's probably not too different. I mean, yeah. I'm from Texas. Anything above like 40 True. degrees or below 40 degrees, I, I don't know what to do with myself. Listen. I didn't even have coats when I moved to New York. I thought I had coats. I'm like, this is long sleeve. It's a little <laughs> thick. Yep. I yep. did not have a puffer. None of that. How funny is this? <laughs> Guys, I literally cannot. <laughs> like, no way. I had no idea. Really? That's crazy. That insane. Guys, let's oh address the elephant in the room. We're re-recording this. <laughs> because somehow our two-hour freaking episode stopped recording for the first time in our You Can Do Both podcast history. Guys, we're heartbroken, but at the same time... Kylie is an angel and wants to share more and we're so grateful for her podcaster here I get it yes it's okay so you guys just get to if you didn't learn enough about me you may get some extra tidbits here round two yeah so <laughs> all right we're gonna maybe we can try to switch up the questions to keep it spicy yeah but for sure so the not so simple life podcast I think a main thing about it is you started it with someone that you didn't know before which is really cool and I think for all of our listeners out there that want to start something new Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people are already hesitant to go into something with a friend like Courtney and I did I think that's very rare and a lot of the times it doesn't work out yeah so what drove you why did you want to be in business with somebody that you didn't know well I just know I'm so type a and a lot of my very good close friends are very type a so I needed to find somebody who maybe I could have a better balance with and I didn't feel like I had anyone in my life at that time who also loved wellness that much and could like balance me out like a good yin and yang situation so yeah I scrolled Instagram and was like who can be on my podcast with me (laughs) and Sophie was putting out a ton of wellness content as well at the same time and so I reached out to her I had only met her at castings and like when I say we're yin and yang like she would walk into a casting we would know each other from Instagram and I would be like those fucking weirdos they want to color my hair pink they think I'm gonna do that like I'll never work for them and Sophie would just be like yeah okay and like just walk past me like shy girl you know and uh, So we knew each other, but like our personalities were like very defined from the beginning of our friendship, you could call it. So I asked her if she wanted to do a podcast with me about all the wellness things that I love and that she loves. And she was like, I've never heard a podcast before. So I sent her a few of my favorites. Three days later, she called me back and was like, let's do it. So we have essentially built a friendship through building our podcast which is great because there's a mutual respect because at first it was more of a working relationship before it was a friendship so we had really good boundaries I wouldn't ask ridiculous things of her late at night like I definitely would have if it was my best friend and she didn't argue something towards me if she didn't like it like she would say it in a great way like let's do this instead and like I would listen to her because I wasn't being stubborn because she wasn't my best friend so it was good it was definitely a good call for both of us but yeah I think if as long as you have somebody who compliments you and your personality then I think there can be success but if you are just two of the same people whether you're best friends or you're not friends at all and like you're not willing to balance each other out in some ways I don't recommend going into any business with someone like that 
And like, what was your gut telling you? Were you like, this feels right. Sophie feels right. Because I feel like that's just such a, you never know. It's a gamble, especially not being friends with the person. So we're not advertising for you listeners to go out there and see someone on Instagram and just cold outreach them to start a business together. You clearly had some sort of intuition and you had seen each other every now and again. But like, did it just feel right like how should other people kind of take this into their own lives and be like you know what maybe I should kind of step out of my comfort zone and if I want to do something find someone in the similar industry with similar passions who would want to do it with me it did just feel right like I knew enough about her that I knew like what her interests were and I knew that we were in a similar career field so we would have an underlying like understanding of one another but it was still definitely a gamble. Like there were points where both of us laugh on this. Like at one point early on, I would like send my to-do list for the day to her. And like, this is so not her personality. If you know Sophie and I would be like, what's your to-do list? And she would like send a half-assed to-do list back. Like, is this okay? Does this look okay? Brush like, teeth. Great. Love it. Don't you love lists? And she's like, yeah, love it. So like we definitely had to figure each other out. But I think... As long as you love what you're doing and you have respect for the person you're doing it with, like figure it out. Totally. And it must be so special that you two are coming from similar backgrounds and industries, like you said, but also this is a 180 or a 360, if you will, from the industry that you guys are coming from. Yeah. So now you finally have the platform to share something beyond your physical appearance that must be so special to also share with someone. Yeah, definitely. Modeling is based off of how you look, what you're wearing, what jobs you did before, who you're friends with, how many social media followers you have. Whereas podcasting, like it's just you on a mic. We don't do video every once in a while. We've dabbled in it, but we just enjoy using our voice and like speaking on topics that we're passionate about. Whereas at a shoot, it's literally nothing to do with any of that. Of course, you connect with people who you know, want to hear your story and this and that and the makeup chair and other models. But like the actual work of modeling has nothing to do with your passions. So it was really exciting and really awkward for us when we listened back to our first episode. Like we didn't know how to speak. We did scripts. I don't know about you guys. We like wrote out a script. It's so weird and embarrassing. Kind of. Essentially, (laughs) yes. Like we did not know what we were doing. But I think that's part of you know starting anything you just gotta like start somewhere do what you think works try it and then eventually you realize wow a scripted 40 minute (laughs) podcast episode is not so organic doesn't sound so good so let's try and just wing it and then we try that and like oh that actually sounded great so it's all about just trying and like taking a step towards doing something and then you'll figure out if it works or doesn't work I think that's awesome that you just went so out of your comfort zone because like Court said, it was literally a 180 or a 360, (laughs) if you will. Verbatim. But um, (laughs) yeah, I think that's cool. I think that can be really inspiring for a lot of people. Like you literally jumped into something completely different and made something out of it. And also both of those are coexisting in your life today. Before we hop into the next topic, you need to hype up the pod and tell our listeners what they can expect to hear by tuning into the Not So Simple Life. Would love to. So 
My co-host is Sophie Longford. She is another model as well. Our podcast is called The Not-So-Simple Life. Essentially, we both came from very small towns. Life was pretty simple. It was football games for me, and it was cow fields for Sophie. That's crazy. That's Sweet girl grew up on a farm. <laughs> she, um, she and I basically decided that when we got to New York City, we had this common understanding, and she went to Paris first, that like life was suddenly not simple at all we had this new career field and we had no experience in it and we were surrounded by massive cities doing things on our own and so life became not so simple so that's the basis of our podcast but it is wellness oriented we have a different guest on almost every episode and no topic is off limits so we will have a sex therapist, a nutritionist, a skincare expert. We will have an astrologer, everything under the sun. We will have them come on and tell us, you know, how they use their career field to live their best life, look their best, feel their best, etc. So no matter what topic we're talking about, it's fun to just bring it all back in a sense of how do you apply this to your life to feel your best. So I highly recommend it. It's very unfiltered, very fun. And yeah, I'm sure our audience will be so excited to tune in. Uh, One more thing before we jump into your new business venture. Um, I did want you to just share how you got into the wellness space, because I think that's a big part of your new business, as well as your uh, podcast, (laughs) as well as your podcast. (laughs) I also just feel like I heard a little bit of a Southern accent come through, or am I making that up? No, and when she says life, it's like the cutest little Texan thing. It makes me like, feel like the word warm. Life. Like life. I'm at home. Life. Life. <laughs> I life. have a weird accent because I'm friends with people from Australia Melting and London pot, yeah. and Paris. And so I get all these weird twangs and I come home and my parents are like, stop talking like that. I'm like, I am not purposely talking anyway. So yeah, you'll get a little like sprinkle of everything. I love that. So modeling essentially jolted me into my passion for wellness because I grew up always being able to eat what I want, play what I want, wear what I want. Like I could do anything I wanted without criticism, whereas I moved to New York City and my clothes weren't cool enough and I wasn't skinny enough and I didn't work out enough and my hair wasn't healthy enough. Like there was just always something about me that was being critiqued and modeling and it really did mess with my head in a lot of ways they measure every inch of your body from your waist to your wrist to your inner thigh to your head believe it or I not I would die luckily I, my head is a perfect 22 <laughs> inches dear dear Jesus Dude, 22 again Dude, guys oh my god I might have the angels yes. are watching over all of us that is so They're wild here. hopefully they keep the computer going yeah yes, seriously <laughs> but um Um, Yeah, so all of a sudden, everything about myself was being criticized and wasn't enough and wasn't what was necessary for me to work. I literally was having to go to my agency to be measured and looked at and critiqued for them to decide if I could go meet clients to book a job. It was like a complete 18360, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> Let's and trademark that. Yeah, it's the new tagline. <laughs> we did a big spin. And so, yeah, I had to figure out how to find the balance where I was good enough for the modeling industry in a sense of how I looked and 
happy enough outside of modeling where I could still live my life and do what I wanted to do at the same time I was in college and I wanted to drink with my friends and go for late night pizza but then I'd have to wake up and go get measured in modeling so I went through some really unbalanced times where I would either party too hard and not care about modeling or I would overly care about modeling and not be social and just work out at the gym and eat like super bland food so with time I've been doing this seven years I tried just about everything every diet every skincare product every fad anything there is to do to better yourself or not I've tried it and so eventually that's what really got me passionate about wellness because I think wellness is all about doing a little bit of everything to feel your best and be balanced and not too strict on one thing. There's no perfect diet. There's no perfect workout schedule. So with time, I've been able to figure out what works so I can go for happy hour with my friends and eat late night pizza, but also wake up in the morning workout and feel great on set. So that's really what kind of sparked my passion. And it was years in the making for sure. Love it. I just heard that she could do both. And not only can she just do both, but it really does sound like you have the best head on your shoulders. Like you're very (laughs) good at compartmentalizing and you're very self-aware. So you know what, when enough is enough or when you need to do a little bit more. And I think wellness is just the perfect place for you. And I feel like I'm already learning so much. And Ashley and I already learned so much from the last recording and <laughs> cannot yeah, wait for ourselves. Yeah, listeners. it's for ourselves. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful for you to be here to share that with everyone else. And I think this is the perfect segue into your newest baby of all. So not only is Kylie a podcaster, a model. She is also the CEO and founder of Undo the Booze. Thank you. (laughs) Undo the Booze is my newest venture. We launched August 22nd, 22 again, 2022. Love to hear it. Love it. So I created a supplement that you take at the end of the night to prevent your hangover. And it is definitely my new baby like you said it's my own business it's self-funded it is probably the most challenging thing I've ever had to do because I'm doing it on my own and just like I mentioned earlier I'm just trying to figure it out trying things seeing what works and what doesn't but it has been very very fulfilling and something that I recommend to anyone who ever has an idea just try it dive in head first if it's meant for you it will feel like it sticks whereas I've tried so many other things that didn't stick so yeah that's currently what I'm up to outside of modeling and podcasting we love women in business I that's all I have to say <laughs> <laughs> so let's start from the very beginning of undo the booze okay I'm obsessed with your origin story I think it is so authentic and real and just a great way to very from the very start begin your business so I'd love for you to tell our audience how you literally started this in your kitchen So it started on my kitchen floor. Not even the table. (laughs) On the floor. Not even the table. I had to be right by the supplement cabinet, which was a low cabinet. Um, (laughs) So I essentially tried everything. When I turned 22 or 23, I was destined to find some hangover product that would work for me. I tried every powder, every pill, every 
everything. I tried it all and none of it really worked for me. There was a few that I felt like kind of did the job. But as I started looking at ingredient lists, I was like, "Mm, nobody's really hitting all the angles. Some of them would do adaptogens. Some of them would do minerals. Some of them would do vitamins. Nobody was doing all of it and they wanted to do it all. So I tried that by sitting on my kitchen floor. I had like 14 or 15 bottles of supplements and I would just put a little bit of everything into these supplement packs that worked. I would give it to my friends. They would love it. Like, holy shit, what did you just create here? But Kylie, I can't take 14 pills like ever again. Like, yes, I took it. Yes, I was not hungover. But at 2 a.m. last night after a night out, I almost threw up taking 14 pills. (laughs) I think that speaks to the people that you have in your life, because I don't even know if my best friend who would give me a freaking Ziploc bag of 14 pills. I don't know if I trust it. I'd be like, what the hell are you giving me? I was probably like forcing it. Like, no, you have to try it. It's really good. (laughs) But they did. And I was getting good feedback and people. People started saying like bring your hangover packs this and that and I was like okay maybe this works so I was starting to dive a little deeper thinking maybe this will be something that I could do someday who knows like just kind of feeling out the field and I started calling doctors on a whim past doctors in my life current doctors friends doctors and I would just literally ask them if you were getting messed up tonight and drinking your face (laughs) off, what would you take to feel better tomorrow morning? And they were mentioning a lot of the products that were in Undo the Booze. And then I would show them my formula and say, well, what do you think of this? Like, can you fact check my formula for me? And they're like, this is great. I would do a really strong dose of this ingredient. I don't think you need as much of this, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, huh, okay. So I think the doctors like my formula as well. How do I fix this 14 capsule problem? So I found a lab through a mutual friend, which was a big lifesaver because that saved me so much time and research and just gave me a reliable source from the beginning. And he created my supplement into five capsules. You take two if you had two drinks, you take four if you had four drinks. And if you overdid it, five or more drinks, no judgment, that's me. Um, (laughs) You just take a whole pack, all five capsules. And it's a game changer. They sent me 500 capsules to be a tester, which is 100 samples. They gave it out to every person I knew and said, if this sucks, you have to tell me like I have not spent that much money yet. I have not spent that much time. Try it out. And I would say like nine out of 10 people came back and said, holy shit, like, I don't know what happened to me, but I'm I'm not hungover. Like that was crazy. So that yeah, that must have been the most rewarding, gratifying feeling. experience. So cool. literally created something. So and then cool. it actually works. Yeah. And it's not even Ash and I were having a, a conversation before this episode, too. It's like it's one thing to create a brand or a business and create no shame to anybody that has done this themselves but like a clothing line Mm -hmm. a I don't know maybe you hand make jewelry yourself I feel like the wellness industry itself is just like first off it's a huge industry second off it's pretty saturated yeah and I feel like this is definitely a need in the world for things like this I feel like supplements like this have really started to come about within the past few years but then for you to actually see a void that was missing because Mm -hmm. you were so into the space to begin with and then actually do something and 
formulate a freaking product Meet and then doctor yeah like <laughs> it's hard enough to run a business that's not literally like scientifically proven yeah never mind that and also I think we just kind of grazed over the fact that you hand like picked up the phone and called doctors oh, like yeah. that is such a wild concept like that's honestly something that would prevent someone from creating a product in this space is just simply having to do that research and calling random people and people who probably you wouldn't necessarily expect to want to pick up the phone and and you know give all their wisdom away for free yeah so that is just a crazy concept and you should be so proud of yourself Thank you. I think what I've learned and what I really would recommend to anyone who wants to get into the entrepreneur space is be shameless. Just shamelessly call the doctor. Like your worst case is they don't want to help you or they don't answer the phone and then you never see them again. And that's something that I've gotten a lot better on. I definitely know how to read the room and maybe once in my past have been reading the room too too seriously where I wouldn't have just made a bold move like that and called doctors because I'd be like that's weird what are they going to think of me like but no you just have to be shameless and also I think a point to touch on there is when something sticks for you it really sticks and like I was really excited about this whereas I have tried to make a workout line before I've tried to like do a skincare thing and like just lost my passion quickly whereas with this like it just like fueled me I was feeling super passionate I was seeing a path and like I think that was one reason why I have been able to like actually execute this because it was something that just stuck for me and I think that I looked long and hard for many years to find something that sticks I think that's really great advice for anybody out there listening that wants to start something. Just be shameless. I love the way that you say that. When Court and I first started our podcast, I mean, like, we work a corporate job, nine to five. We we did the whole university thing. Most people aren't really, they're living their corporate life. So it's, uh, there's a lot of people that may have this idea in their head saying, oh, like, I don't want to start a podcast. Like, that's weird. Like, that's not the path I'm on. But we definitely took that shameless approach because it was something that, we were being called to, you know, and like mm-hmm. it did fuel us. So yeah. I really love that advice. I think it's important to glamorize a side hustle. I mean, it. this is my side hustle. It's much, well, it is my side hustle. It's quickly becoming my main thing. And that's always been something I was hoping for because someday modeling will come to an end. And I'm excited that I finally found something that started as my side hustle and will eventually be my main job. And then modeling will go down to my side hustle. So there's nothing wrong with the side hustle and there's no hurt in just trying and seeing what happens. Absolutely. As a fellow marketing girly, I have to ask you about your branding, about the name, about the look and feel of the entire product, social, everything about it. It's timeless. It's chic. It's gorgeous. And how in the world did you come up with this? First and foremost, thank you. It's my favorite compliment at the moment. I've got it a couple times here in the last week and I love it so much. It's like somebody telling you your child is beautiful. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank you. I birthed her. <laughs> it's it's such a good compliment for me and I appreciate it. But I definitely have to credit friends and family around me because my original vision was for it to be 
kind of Gatsby. I wanted it to be centered around a soiree and something where you could go to the soiree and do everything you wanted to do in terms of dancing and drinking and all the fun things that go into a soiree, but then take your undo the booze and feel good the next day. But with feedback from those around me, which was hard for me to accept, I am very stubborn and I'm glad that I opened my mind to other people's opinions because they kind of guided me towards a more wellness approach to my packaging so it doesn't take away from the fact that it is doctor formulated it's super clean ingredients it really does the job and there's science behind it so we went down a wellness route it's black and white and clean and sharp and it was a well-made decision that I wouldn't have been able to make without my family so thanks mom dad and friends (laughs) (laughs) appreciate y'all yeah, no, I really love it so much. I I said previously, but it the black and white just chic simple design just it makes me want to have it out. It makes me want to pull it out of my purse, keep it on my nightstand. Like for anyone that hasn't already somehow stalked the Instagram, like it's it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And it's something that you're never going to get sick of either. Or of course there's always times when you want to go through a rebrand but something like a theme like a soiree or a Gatsby like that's something that might go out of style or like this is something that people are going to be proud to have for a long time you know and something for everyone which I think is exactly such an important theme in our times right now everybody's becoming more inclusive and I want undo the booze to feel like it could work for you or you or him or her or whoever it is whereas not everybody relates to a Gatsby soiree yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so we did a little more simple <laughs> good I think you made the right choice thank Definitely. you I also wanted you to touch on the future of Under the Booze because I found that really fascinating you originally were thinking about different names for the brand itself so I'd love to hear about that Yeah, so Undo the Booze came to me pretty naturally, and I was very excited because no one had trademarked that name or used that name. I don't know if you guys noticed this when making a podcast. Like, Sophie and I had, like, 10, 15 names that we wanted to name our podcast before the Not So Simple Life, and it was either a business or another podcast or a super similar. Undo the Booze was wide open. So I was like, "Uh uh-huh, I'll take her. That's amazing. It was was exciting because I had gone through that with the podcast. And then... We decided to call the company Undo Supplements because I want to be able to, you know, open up to other products here in the future. I want to be able to potentially offer undo the stomach ache, undo the blues, undo the snooze. I don't know. They don't all have to rhyme. It's like like Lemmy. It's like Kourtney Kardashian's Lemmy. Like, let me focus. Let me sleep. Exactly. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Undo the dark circles under my eyes right now. Totally. Well, undo the booze will help you physically and how you feel and all of the things in that sense but it does not take away from the dark eye circles and the bloated face and the bloated stomach that I personally feel (laughs) after a night of drinks so I definitely need to find some sort of product that undoes the puff in the morning besides my ice roller thank you Lauren Bostick thank you we love you literally the skinny confidential fan club over here no seriously absolutely we have plans we actually are working on our second product already which I don't want to speak on too soon but I think 
if it hits as well as undo the booze has hit it could be way bigger than undo the booze so my fingers and toes are crossed i think i accidentally stepped into shit here with a really good formula for a super important problem so stay tuned oh Oh, i'm so excited i can't wait to follow along yeah it's maybe like six months out it takes time you guys if you ever try and start a business or a podcast or anything like I think you have to realize that time expectations have to be set aside because nothing goes to plan (laughs) usually and things pop up and there's so many more moving pieces that go into creating anything yeah especially when you're doing something for the first time it's like you never know there are so many moving pieces and you're wearing so many hats and trying trying no you are but specifically in undo the booze like what are the hats that you love most about this business that you're building and what are some of the hats that you're like please I need someone else to take this at some point or I just it's a part that you dread because there's always going to be highs and lows and things that you love and dislike and everything that you do yeah well there are a lot of hats that have to be worn when you're starting your own business and I did this entire thing on my own up until like three months ago I made my first hire she's running the sales side of things because that was the hat that I was like Um, I know nothing about this. I did go to two years of business school, proud college dropout here. Um, (laughs) Love that for you. That was not enough to get me to actually give me a business perspective, Spanish one and two, all those things that just (laughs) history class, none of those gave me any perspective. So I love the marketing role. I love the social media role, but like when it comes to sales I had to be like honest with myself and realize like you don't have this I can learn this but I need to bring someone else in to kind of spearhead this for me so I put my first girl in salary which was so exciting but so stressful at the same time like okay now someone else's life is dependent on undo the booze so she's really helped me in all the ways that I needed and with there just being two of us still we are still wearing all the hats and you have to realize that when you start a business you can't say no to anything sometimes I feel like an intern doing super small things and sometimes I feel like a badass CEO like setting up pitch meetings and stuff so you really just have to be able to go with the flow and do it all obsessed I'm literally obsessed I'm taking so many mental notes (laughs) yeah right we're gonna have to listen back and actually like be a listener and jot jot down everything absolutely I think that's such a great segue into how we want to wrap up this entire episode and that is you clearly do both. In fact, you do more than both. I feel like you have your hand or toes in so many different pools. (laughs) And I would just love to understand how you prioritize yourself, take care of yourself, and have enough in your cup to put towards every other thing that you're working on. Mm -hmm. Um, And any tips that other people, whether it be productivity hacks, whether it be some space that you need to take and maybe you set a day for yourself like how can you encourage others to pursue their passions plural Mm -hmm. well I would start this off by saying I definitely am not perfect at balance or anything I have days where I'm a mess but I do my best to stay as balanced as I can and I've learned to just set super clear boundaries in my life 
I always tell people you should never be afraid to say no and you should also never be afraid to say yes. You just have to be able to tune into your well-being to figure out when is the right time to say yes and no. For me personally, no is the hardest thing to say. I am a people pleaser and I love to be out and about and I love to do all the things. So I had to teach myself that there's a time to say no or else all the yeses aren't actually productive because I've totally spread myself too thin once before or twice or many more times. And when I say no and I take alone time, that's when I actually like I'm able to put my heart and soul into whatever it is I'm doing, whether it's a coffee date with a friend or I'm at a business meeting for undo the booze because I took that alone time to reset And when I say alone time, that means like no outside noise in the sense of I like to put my phone away. I like to just sit with my own thoughts and not have anyone else influencing me because you can't really tune into how you're feeling if you're always being influenced, whether it's always with a certain friend or always on your phone comparing your life on social media you have to just turn it off and that's when you'll suddenly be like okay this is actually not serving me I'm really not enjoying this person in my life I'm really not being productive at work like this and that you have to take time to yourself to realize what matters to you and how much you can take and not take not to make it all about us but what did you just hear (laughs) I heard uh breaks Yes. Did you hear that? I love a break. It's important. Breaks are needed. And if you haven't listened yet, you have to go back to our first episode of season two because that's so aligned with what you just shared. It's so important to take the space for yourself so you can continually approve and improve, improve and (laughs) sustain everything that you're Mm -hmm. doing. And breaks should be intuitive. A break can be months long or a break can literally just be, I need to go take a walk by myself for 30 minutes and like come back and be better. Exactly. But you have to tune into your body to know when you need a break. Literally. I think that's really great for people to hear from you. Like coming from someone who does, again, have their hands and toes in so many different pools, but is also really successful at all of those things. (laughs) um, I think grind culture can kind of get caught up in people that are trying to build a brand, a company, whatever it may be. So I think hearing that it's okay to take break, take time for yourself. You need to rest. You need to recharge from someone that is successful in all of these different spaces. So so happy to hear that yeah everyone is showing all the things they're doing on social media but it's everyone's taking their breaks everyone's feeling overrun at times so just tune into you and don't compare your journey to anyone else's journey and your success to anyone else's success it's all about coming back to you because all the outside noise is what can really throw you off your path and throw you off of you know your journey and where you're supposed to go speaking of comparison I feel like it's very easy to compare yourself to your past self or one project to another project. Mm -hmm. How do you see comparison or how do you kind of approach the different things that you have going on? For example, your podcast, like you obviously built that up as well. Are there bits and pieces that you could take from, from like learnings from that to implement and to undo the booze? Are they entirely different? How do you kind of compare the trajectories? Do you ever see that kind of like as an overlying thing or an underlying tone where you're like, wait, the not so simple life grew 
at this rate, but what about undo the booze? Does that ever affect you or how do you kind of keep those in their silos or not? I think I've had really good perspective from the modeling industry first. And that's my first career was modeling. I was really slow at the beginning. As I mentioned, I was getting measured at my agency and wasn't able to even meet clients. And then all of a sudden, one day I went to a casting and ended up on the runway for Alexander Wang, Versace and Chanel. And my career skyrocketed from there (laughs) only for me to think like, oh, my God, I have it made like I am on the path to being a supermodel. And then eventually it slows down again. And all of a sudden you don't work for two weeks. And then all of a sudden you book a cover. And so like, that has been such a up and down experience and such a humbling experience. It's definitely not an easy industry, as I've mentioned. So that gave me perspective into everything else that I'm doing. Like the lows always go up eventually and the highs always come down eventually. So I think the most important thing, no matter what you're doing, is to never compare because that's just life. You have to just deal with what you have and just do the best you can and whatever happens just be along for the ride because if I was comparing undo the booze to modeling like modeling I had one big break like one day everything changed and undo the booze like we haven't had that yet I haven't had Kim Kardashian post about trying undo the booze and then it just blew up overnight and same with the podcast like it's just up and down we've had months where we get or just episodes where we get twice as many views as other episodes and it's like but I think the episode was so good so you just have to be along for the ride and just accept that that's life yeah and also just be in for the long haul totally because I feel like that's what separates the successful from the not it's people get discouraged by the lack of growth or the lack of success early on Mm -hmm. when you just need to stick with it and stay passionate about it but also at the same time if you find that you don't want to do something anymore that's also okay too yeah but I feel like that's a common theme it's like you're still doing modeling you're still podcasting you have so many different facets to you and from the outside it appears that you're managing them all beautifully and doing both if not all absolutely we'll celebrate the little wins along the way seriously I have to remind myself of that always and it's so easy to tell my friends to celebrate the little wins. So I have to remind that to myself as well, because those are just as important as the big ones. My little win of today was getting into this apartment because we were locked out when Kylie was about to arrive. What freaking <laughs> roller coaster If you didn't do dad. that, we wouldn't be here now. Exactly. <laughs> little wins are important, guys. Oh, my God. All right. So let's wrap up this episode. Unfortunately, you've already heard our quickie questions, but just to throw out, maybe we can try to come up with one more. Yeah. But the first one is, I know that you are super into skincare. Mm -hmm. Selfishly, for the listeners, you guys are welcome. You can give us one, two, or three of your top skincare products. So that's a tough one for me. I told the girls earlier that is like picking my favorite child. I am a skincare junkie. I have tried it all. Currently, my obsessions are IS Clinicals. They do a one-two wipe situation where the first one's exfoliating and the second one's hydrating. It's called their peel system. Every single time I do it, people compliment my skin. You do it like once or twice a week before like an important night out or a big shoot, whatever. You do it and you glow. So that's definitely one. Highly recommend 
The second one, it's a splurge, but it's my favorite. It's Augustina's Bader, the Rich Cream. That's my moisturizer. I'm like a dewy girl, and that gives you the dewy glow. Third one, which I'm not picky about when it comes to brands, but if you're not using a vitamin C serum, get on board because that is what protects your skin and really like boosts the glow. I love Pro Heal Serum from IS Clinicals. I love CE Ferulic from SkinCeuticals. I love Summer Fridays. And I told the girls this earlier, this is by no mean a promotion for anything, but an old podcast sponsor is called Derm to Door. They have a website, dermtodoor.com, and we still have our discount code there, TNSSLIFE20, and you get 20% off. And they have like super chill, cheap products on there and super bougie and ridiculously expensive products. And you can get 20% off if you use the code. So I'm Run, so looking forward. Don't walk. <laughs> <laughs> Considering you just sounded like you were speaking a foreign language, I really need the code and I really need everything that you just shared. It's, it's, it's a whole different world. Skincare. It takes a long time to figure it out and a lot of money. It's intimidating, <laughs> no. honestly, because yeah. it's hard. Like you don't want to invest money in a product that doesn't work for you because what might work for you may not work for me and my skin. So I appreciate your advice though. I'm definitely going to invest in a couple of products. If you get any, get the wipes. Okay. I You'll be obsessed. Thousand percent I'm literally AM. purchasing this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. Go to cocktail. I always say this when I'm out and about, I love to read the cocktail menu. I can be adventurous with cocktails, but when the server comes by, I always say, I'm just going to stick to who I am and yeah. order a skinny, <laughs> spicy margarita. I love a margarita more than anything. Back to my Texas roots. But with fall time here, I've been mixing it up and enjoying an espresso martini. But I cannot do two espresso martinis. Oh, I too heavy. I just have one and that was delicious and great, but on to the next. Yeah, right? no, I agree. Have you had an espresso martini with tequila? I have. I think my problem is... <laughs> I like it with really expensive tequila. <laughs> and when I just do my favorite tequila, Casamigos, I don't really love the martini then. But if I get that bougie blue and white bottle, oh Classe Azul, yeah. if they put that in there, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. But I kid you not, <laughs> I went to American Bar, ordered my cocktail like that, and I think it was $55. Shut <gasps> Uh, oh. My heart sank. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I think I would have like died in that moment. 55, something like that. 45, 50, 55. It was outrageous. Okay. So, so note to self, never doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Do that on someone else's tab. Yeah, right. Not your own. Pro tip, order that on not your tab. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what is your zodiac sign? I am a Taurus, a super cliche perfectly aligned Taurus I mark all the boxes but my moon sign is Scorpio so Ooh. that feels relevant too I'm super calm and collected but then when I'm not like all hell breaks loose I get so emotional so what are, are you, you guys into zodiac signs like astrology I am but I would like to get more into them I love when somebody can just say like what's your sign and I say Taurus and they know, they everything, know everything about yeah. me yeah. Or isn't that no. the best you find out two best friends are this sign and this sign and you yeah. just understand their entire friendship like I would love to be knowledgeable on that someday that's me actually too. on my list I'm gonna like read a book or something yeah. <laughs> when you figure it out let me know Honestly, I will isn't I, that cool though I love those people so yeah. cool well you have I have a 
a ta- like a coffee table book and it's just like fun. such a fun read it's like it's just chilling there you yeah. open it up to your sign you o- you can like see what different relationships are with different signs it really is interesting it's so fun oh, i know God. about like a, a few certain signs because those were relevant people in my life like exactly oh my good friend's a libra and so if you're a libra i kind of understand you but i would love to know about all the signs i love it okay final question favorite place you've been oof that is tough um we definitely didn't touch about on this but no. has modeling taken you to cool places I've been to China I've been to Australia I've been all over Europe the craziest places it's like one of the biggest blessings of modeling I loved Sydney Australia loved That's one it of my so favorite much places I would actually live there someday maybe um I lived right on Bondi Beach, so all the surfers and the healthy brunch places, and they do their Sunday sessions where it's like a drinking brunch day, like best time. I loved Sydney, but I always say Aspen, Colorado is my happy place. Really? My dog's named Aspen. (laughs) I love that name. I love it in the summer, though. I'm like a summer mountains girl. That's where I'm always like, I say my best self when I'm in the mountains in the summer. I love that. Yeah. What kind of dog do you have? A big old chunky English bulldog. Oh, oh she's so, so mushy and perfect and delicious. <laughs> and she's she's my child. Oh, you have, you have a lot of babies. Children. I birthed a beautiful child. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, my gosh. Well, last and final, final question. Where can everyone find you? Okay, are you ready for my list? <laughs> ready. Like, Guys, oh. get your get your Instagrams out, get your pen and paper out. <laughs> she's got it's gotten she's long. got a dictionary for you. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> First and foremost, where I am posting the most is my Instagram at Kylie Vanami. Please do link it in the bio below oh, because are. I'm not gonna expect you guys to know how to spell my last name. <laughs> I am also on TikTok at Kylie Vanami. Please don't judge me. I'm doing my best. That is a whole different world that I have not figured out yet. It's so um, hard. My business is at Undo the Booze on Instagram and TikTok and www.undotheboos.com. And don't forget to use the code you can do both for 10% off. Lastly, my podcast, The Not So Simple Life. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on Instagram at The Not So Simple Life Podcast. <sighs> beautiful music to my ears (laughs) seriously kylie thank you so so much for coming on the pod we are so appreciative of your time times two double time (laughs) you're an angel thank you your patience like you really just calm me down yeah if this was courtney and i i'd be freaking out she would have been freaking out and i would have just been here like girl it's gonna be all right (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for having me this was so much fun and with that (laughs) That concludes our second episode.